Hey yo ma, what's poppin' baby? Welcome back to another episode of Remix. As always, I am your host, Sam Scheip, and joined with me today is... Shwethas Narajan. Uh, go ahead, for those of us that weren't here for the first episode that I recorded, who are you and what's been on your playlist recently? Um, so I am the uh, podcast editor for Byte. I am also the host for The Coven. Um, on my playlist recently, I've been um, trying to get more into like rap and such so like j cole um i've been trying to get into that that hip-hop like the kids listen to yeah (laughs) those young kids listen to uh k-pop um obviously and uh j cole and then i've been listening to metal like as of today literally i've been in preparation for this podcast yes i really like bring me the horizon although i've only listened to one of their songs middle school metal yeah hey sue me i (laughs) I like them. I've also listened to um, Othean, which is a South Korean metal band, and I am intrigued. So that's what's been on my playlist. Yeah. So what kind of rap have you been trying to get into? Like you mentioned J. Cole. Is there anyone else? Um, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? I mean, uh. (laughs) I mean, like... Like all the like all the good OG people like so like all the people that people tell you you should like yes so like Tupac yeah Tupac Biggie. uh I haven't been really listening to Biggie but like that's okay because Tupac's better hot take uh, okay um can't really <laughs> say anything about that but um Tupac um who are the other ones like Kendrick Lamar yeah Eminem just all like the big name people big, big name people everyone listens to yeah gotcha. but i kind of want to get into like i guess underground rap well lucky for you that's what the previous episode of my podcast kind of was about there was so definitely and maybe to the that. one before that at the end but yeah so you definitely have to go listen to those because i mentioned like some female rappers Ooh. and actually that was a couple episodes ago a couple other female rappers that are pretty fire a little bit underground less popular than your Cardi B's and your Megan B's. Um, Cardi B, man, uh, I can't, I don't know. I bash on her, like, during every podcast, and I, I almost feel bad. I almost feel bad. Almost. But then I remember What's stopping who I'm talking you? about. What's stopping me from feeling bad? Yeah. Is that I know who I'm talking about. Okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. It's like, like, it's that kid that everyone makes fun of in school, but it's the kid that everyone has a reason to make fun of in school, if that makes sense. Like, he's just not a good person. Like just what's your up. what's your reason for hating on Cardi B? I mean, there's a long list. One, I don't think she's that talented, like at all. I think she was just very loud, and that's how she got where she was. Like she was just very much like, like she makes music for women that think talking louder is winning the argument. And I think that's kind of where she gets a lot of her popularity is like you know those type of people, um, and like obviously she has some sort of mass appeal. I don't. Like, I get it. Like, you know, her music's well-produced. I'll give her that much. But at the same time, I don't think she's... I don't know. I'm also very lyrically-minded. And while I don't have a problem with, like, a female rapper talking about, like, sex or whatever else, because, like, you know, that's a lot of people's complaints, which is super sexist, because that's what, you know, male-dominated hip-hop has been talking about for years. Um, But at the same time, she just... I don't know. There's no real She does the same, but, like, reversed. She just talks about guys and like yeah sex and all of that and she talks about being a boss and like good like what's new yeah there's like with Nicki Minaj I respect her especially like Nicki Minaj's like early mixtapes 
those were fire. Yeah. Like, they showed off, like, real potential and talent, and Nicki Minaj actually has that. Um, and I actual, love like, the personas that Nicki Minaj yeah. has, like, especially in Monster, yeah, like, her verse in Monster. Diversity in um, her music and how she presents herself and, like, wordplay, things like that. Like, like basically, if you take it to, like, the hip-hop basics, Cardi B has succeeded because she takes um, a few hip-hop stereotypes and just, like, cranks them to 12 um and like good for her she does those very well but that's she has no substance behind her if that makes sense yeah um also she admitted to just like drugging men and stealing from them and you know if that was reversed and she was a man she'd be in prison right now or she'd be instantly canceled um she's also said some transphobic stuff um which she like tried to like come out and say that she wasn't transphobic because of like she has trans friends type thing and it's like first of all that's not how that works second of all you didn't apologize um that's just basically this trope of oh i'm not racist i have black friends exactly like if you are like i think if you're being accused of being racist or transphobic or homophobic your go-to shouldn't be like oh i have trans friends i have gay friends i have black friends etc like that's not what helps you like at all like first start with an apology if you said something that's offensive which what she did what she said was offensive like start with like i'm sorry if i came across like that but you know these people are very like close to me and then you can like maybe squeeze it in that you have these friends i don't know um there's not really a great way to go about it after you've been called transphobic or racist or homophobic um it's more that you have to show that you're not not say that you're not um what got me was the whole um thing about her drugging yeah men because i saw people defending her on social media about that which made no sense whatsoever like i get it if you like i get it you're struggling like you're in a bad place and that's why you do that like desperate people do desperate things i get that but that doesn't make it okay like people are glorifying it yeah which i'm like that's not okay i I get it yeah i get it i'm like okay like you said hard place but i don't think she should be like yeah like i drugged men like woohoo yeah you shouldn't be proud of doing something like that yeah you know like I get it. Desperate people do desperate things, and it can lead to drastic situations. I understand that. I understand the psychology behind that. But you shouldn't be proud of it. You know, like, that shouldn't be something that you look back on, like, yeah, I had to drug dudes and steal from them. It's like, no, you should be like, I had to do that because I was that desperate. Right. You know, don't look back on it and be happy about it, you know? Um, I don't know. That's just... Odd tangent on Cardi B um, for a little bit of insight, I guess, as to why I randomly bash her, like, all the time. Like, there's other reasons, but let's not get into that. Let's try to start to get into the actual topic of today's podcast, um, which, in broad terms, is foreign music. Um, Because I noticed that, like, a lot of my friends don't really listen to a lot of um, non-American, non-like, British, you know, that part of Europe music. English um, music. English music, yeah. It's, you know, whether English is the predominant language or not, it's just we're very blinded by our top charts. And, you know, like, that's why, in for the purposes of this podcast, Britain is not foreign. Yes. English people are not foreign. You know, they're in our, they're in our circle of popular music, right? Um, you know, like, sure, like, there are other artists that have come from other places. And, like, of course, Canada doesn't count. Um, I don't know why I had. I felt like I had to say that, but Canada, you don't count. Take a step back. No one cares about Canada. I mean, they gave us a lot of celebrities, but like, 
Oh, well. Ah, yes. Justin Bieber. Ah, yes. That's probably the biggest one. (laughs) Um, There's more. Like Ryan Gosling and, like, a bunch Um, of other people, too. Oh, God. Please. Nickelback is not from Canada. I think they are. They are? I think Nickelback's from Canada. Okay. I think they're from Ontario. Yes. Um, Yeah. Um, Which is, that's not a point for Canada, by the way. That's a point against Canada. Uh, you know, me jumping on the I hate Nickelback band. Okay, again. neither is Justin Bieber. Like that's, I mean, Justin Bieber has some bangers. I mean, I guess so does Nickelback. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like more people like Justin Bieber though. Subjective. I've had a whole episode about that. Okay. Yes. You know about liking or not liking Justin Bieber. We don't need to talk about okay, that anymore. Fine. Canada and Britain, you don't count for this foreign talk, right? We're not counting Canada. We're not. We're not counting Britain. We are not counting white people. That's a lie because I count Swedish. Okay, fine. Like, I take that back. I'm saying like you know your usual suspects, which is you know America, Canada, and Britain. You okay. Know, they're they're who's gets popular, right? Like who do you know that just like listens to anywhere else? You know, um, like I do. I know you do, um, which is part of the reason that I brought you on because you know you have a very different perspective on. Um, foreign music in general. Yeah, um, I'm your local K-pop expert. Yeah, whether it's you know your your likes or the fact that you know you were raised, what you were trained in, like more Eastern music, weren't you? Yeah, so um, I was um, trained in uh, South Indian Carnatic music, or that's South Indian classical music for like ten years or something. Yeah, because um, your your family isn't from the U.S. No, they're no. not. Um, which, you know, it's a little Good more deduction. evident when you're sitting across from you. Um, but for those who are listening, don't know who you are, obviously, like, your family is from India. Yes. And so, of course, it makes more sense now that you were uh, trained in classical <laughs> Indian music. Yes. And not, you know, westernized vocal yeah. you know, training, things like that. It's very different. And I think it's, honestly, I, I, I kind of wish that I had more... Uh, foreign influence growing up so that I could grow up around all this different music Um, because I like let's talk about like why do you think that most Americans like from what I can tell at least just don't really listen to a lot of foreign music I think part of it has to do with the fact that they don't understand so Mm -hmm. some people they place a lot of importance on lyricality so if you don't understand the song, yeah, the lyricism. Yes, yeah. lyricism. Sorry. Um, so, it's it's like, why should I listen to this song if I don't understand it? Mm-hmm. Which is reasonable, completely reasonable. But with the advent of the internet, you can always just look up the lyrics mm-hmm. and listen to the song, and list like look at the translation. Yeah, read along with it. Yeah, you can read along with it. So, but that being said, is music really defined by the words and the meanings? No. Not necessarily. Like, that's not the entire part of it. You've got EDM, which there is no words in it, but yeah. people enjoy EDM. Or classical music itself, which has no right. words. Yeah, Yeah, orchestral music has no words. So what's the difference between people enjoying orchestral music and not enjoying K-pop or Indian music or just any, like, C-pop, J-pop, any of those? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? I think it's, one, it's ignorance. Two, it's partly because of um, xenophobia. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, because um, K-pop has had this uh, big wave. They call it the Hayu wave. And that's just um, 
like a lot of people liking k-pop or getting into it it's just become massively uh popular uh bts has um is one of like the front like front runners of that wave i mean like other I mean, big yeah bands. they have easily the most dedicated fan base of all time yep i'm um, one of them so i know you are don't get me canceled on twitter just because i don't li- don't really like dynamite that much i mean it's okay i okay I will probably get canceled, but there are some BTS songs that I am not a big fan of, and that's just because I like have a preference. Like I mean, it's they're bound to happen. Yeah, I like, mean, even like like for a parallel, like I've always loved Green Day. Like they were the first band that I like fell in love with, and I know their entire discography by heart. I know every single word because I was obsessed in middle school, um, like a lot of us were. Um, but you know, that being said, there's some albums or songs that i don't really like that much yeah and that's totally cool because it's not gonna strike you the same way as a different song might you know and you're allowed to have your favorite but it not like you know your your artist isn't subject to you and only what you like right um, people have preferences yeah and i understand that like if you don't like k-pop that is okay but don't hate against it a lot of criticism that i get is that oh but like you don't understand it okay i'm not forcing you to listen to it another thing is that people say that the um especially like the k-pop boys look very feminine which okay first of all why are you even attacking their appearance like i mean that's that's human nature but i can easily attack the whole like you can't understand it argument like there's so many artists that have like gotten super popular that like okay walk up to your dad or whoever it is that's like the big classic rock fan in your family and you look him dead in the eye and be like tell me exactly what every song in acdc like you the first time you heard it you could tell me what he was saying hell no you couldn't yeah absolutely not because like that that style of voice like it's like i give it props it's you know because i love metal music so i can't be like you know it's not valid but like at the same time the first time i heard acdc i was like why is this dude like kind of like crying yelling into this mic like it it sounds like he's got a frog in his throat and he's like trying to like scream to let you know that there's a frog in his throat that's pretty accurate yeah that's what i'm saying and so it's like you know if your argument is that you don't like k-pop because you can't understand the words that's pretty but, shallow. Yeah, that's super shallow, and it's also kind of hypocritical if you also like, you know, metal or ACDC or like. A, there's a lot of artists. Or that just like, even rap in general. I I feel I mean, like I guess I feel like there are some rap songs that even for me that I don't understand parts of it because it's so fast, mm-hmm. or that like the words are kind of slurred together that I don't understand. So if you like those genres and you say that you don't like K-pop. How does that even make sense? I mean, I think it I think it makes sense if they don't like it, but to actively, like, bash it. That's something that, like, I've always hated about music. Um, like, as much as I love music, but the thing that I hate about music so much is when someone doesn't like a certain type of music, they will actively go out and, like, bash it. Like, I think the easiest one to bash um, is probably country. Um, just because it's like, you know, you hear everyone, it's like, oh, I like everything but country. It's like, that's fine if that's your taste, but it's also, like, that always also spawns a conversation of, like, oh, I think country's okay. It's like, no, I hate country. Or, like, I like a couple country songs. Like, no. Like, people just just like to bash country music. And that's, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. But no one asked, if that makes sense. Right. You know, if I don't, like, if I asked you, like, oh, why don't you like country? 
then feel free to tell me exactly why you don't like country, even if it sounds like you're dissing it. But if I just ask you, like, hey, what do you like to listen to? And you're like, oh, everything but country. I just can't stand X, Y, Z about country. Like, I'll probably understand why. Yeah, just give me a reason. But, like, that's another thing is I don't think they, like, I think if you ask, they should give a reason. But I don't think they should be actively bashing it. Right. You know, like, if I go about, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a genre that I really hate. Because, like, I don't. I don't really hate any genre, because I can usually find something that I like out of every genre. But, like, let's say I just, like, hate EDM, and I, like, go up to someone that I know raves, right? And I just go up to him, and I'm like, dude, EDM sucks. It sounds like Transformers having sex. Um, <laughs> and, like, out of nowhere. Or, like, he's talking to his buddy about, like, that rave that he just went to, and I just go up and I say that. Like, I'm, I'm like, the worst. Like... I'm straight up like that's the worst thing you can do but people do it for other genres and like whatever they don't like um and it happens to happen a lot with like foreign music just because it's like it's not sometimes it's not necessarily built the same as like american music it's not formatted the same um that's not really the argument with k-pop or like j-pop etc like any any extension of pop music that's it's based in american pop so like that argument doesn't really exist there but there are other countries and like styles of music where they aren't even operating on the same type of music theory as us oh yeah i Um, mean like a lot of eastern music like their structure for music is inherently different um but that doesn't make it any less awesome yeah it's i mean it's completely different like for me growing up i like like i said i sang south indian um classical music and that it's it's similar but it's also different there are tenets that are universal to all types of music but that being said there are like certain things that are different so like i would have like i would have music class in school like Mm -hmm. we would have like choir and i would learn about that and then in the evening like i would go to like carnatic music lessons and it's really interesting because i would like we would have like the like the dore mi fa like the that whole scale and then it was interesting because in Carnatic music we would have the same uh scale but it was different yeah so like comparing like comparing it and it was confusing but then you could also see like the similarities and the differences of i'm not really going to get into that because if i do that's a whole different topic it's a whole different topic and this podcast will be like two hours but you might be thinking hey sam you slightly opened my eyes about foreign music. Where do I go from here? And well, that I say, what languages do you speak? Because we all like to listen to songs that we like understand on the first go around, and I get that. Um, and if you if you took like French or Spanish in high school and you like can't really speak it, but like you know a couple words, then like that's a great place to start. I think personally, um, like I listen to a lot of Spanish music. Um, like, there's a Spanish rapper, like, uh, C. Tangana. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, he's in a rap group, and he's, he's pretty good. He's, like, more of those, like, it, well, the way he raps feels like he's talking to you, if that makes sense, which is really nice. Um, and then there's, like, uh, Camarivas. He has a really popular song in Spain right now. Um, it's very, like, dancey Spanish music, like, kind of what you'd expect to be, like, in a club in, like, uh, part of town that's like very hispanic if that makes sense very very dancey so like if you like more dancey music um yeah and then there's like uh my one roommate he listens to a decent amount of like french music or like 
that area of Europe because he took French in high school because he was a loser. Kind of kidding, not really. <laughs> I'm getting a stink eye from Shoya. Did you take French in high school? No. Okay, well then why are you looking at me like that? But still. Hmm. I'm just saying, I mean, like, I granted I've been taking Spanish since I was, like, super young, so there was no chance I was taking any other language, like, at all. French kind of just sounds like I have a bar of soap in my mouth. <laughs> That's a hot take. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just going to talk about, like... Sorry um, to any people that speak Yeah, French. I guess. Um, there's, like, Zazz, so... Um, Zazz sounds like jazz, and that's the kind of music that she uh, kind of makes. It's a very jazzy, like, street sound. Um, I thought it was Ratatouille when I walked in and my uh, roommate was making dinner. And I just, like, I was like, are you listening to the Ratatouille soundtrack? And he was like, no, but this does sound like it. And I was like, yeah, it's a vibe. Um, and then we talked about the French for a long time. And, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Anyways, um, then there's, like some there's like sigrid who's like uh she's norwegian um so kind of in that same area uh, she does like a dancey synth pop kind of scenario um strome he's a belgian singer slash rapper i love strome didn't he get popular for something yes so US? he got popular for the song uh papa ute yeah so i i'm not gonna really sing it but um yeah it, papa ute and then i really like his song carmen which has a very interesting um message to it it talks about like social media mm -hmm. and society so i really like those two songs of his but he's a really good artist yeah because like i knew he was getting more popular and i couldn't remember for what if that makes sense yeah um but yeah so go check those guys out um if you're like not trying to jump so far like into like foreign language immediately then there's like if you're more punkish then there's um there's like celtic punk which like if you don't know why the Irish have a reason for, like, being angry and making punk music. You just don't know Irish history, like, at all. Um, and it's really cool because, like, the UK kind of had its punk movement around the same time the US did, and Ireland kind of got its, like, around the same time, but, like, a little bit after. Um, so you got, like, the flogging... You got, like, Flogging Molly and, like, uh, Pogues. Um, those are some, like, really good Celtic punk bands. Um, so yeah, definitely check those out. It's, I don't know, it's really, really cool. Um, obviously I've made it pretty evident that I'm a fan of punk music. Um, and I think Celtic punk is like super, super cool. Um, but I also just like, I like the Irish and Scottish accent a lot. So maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, then I would also say like, if you're still like on the fence at all about like listening to some foreign music. If you like popular music at all, there's definitely foreign influence, and it's very likely Swedish. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, I say that because, like, if you want a number one song, get a Swedish guy to produce it. Um, there's, like, like I'm just going to go down the list of, like, some artists that were, like, produced by, like, Swedish um, producers, like, producers and writers for their songs. So there's, like, Britney Spears, Pink, uh, One Direction. Um, they weren't, like, doing super hot until, like, Falk and Rami, like, took over. And then, like, their charts went up, like, huge. And Falk and Rami are their producers. Um, then there's, like, people like Max Martin, who is a Swedish producer, who his name is on more number ones than Michael Jackson. Dang. Yeah. Like, 
I think that's I think that's just super cool. Like he's, but like you've never heard his name to like this moment, but he's worked with like in sync katy perry and like all kinds of different like all of your favorite pop stars pretty much like he's probably been like on the list of like someone that you listen to there's almost no way and there's like radon like he did like all of gaga's early music um mm. with like all those beats and stuff like that was it's swedish like it's the easiest way there's like jay orphan um so if you like alternative music jay orphan's probably been on one of your tracks at some point um, and then, you know, last but certainly not least is, like, Avicii. Oh, You know, rest yeah. in peace. But, like, no one's not heard an Avicii song. Right. Like, if you've been around a radio in the last 10 years, you've heard an Avicii song. Yeah. Um, you know, rest in peace. I think he was one of the greatest to do it for his genre. But at the same time, like, um, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm still listening to his stuff, like, today. And a lot of people are. And I don't know. I kind of hope that he would win... Uh, something in the this last year's Billboard Music Awards, like posthumously, but you know that's that wasn't in the cards because Billboard's done by numbers, and it's much harder to push those numbers when you've been dead for a while. Like if he had been like recently passed away, I would, you know, that makes more sense. Like I think Juice World stands a good chance of winning stuff posthumously at the uh, American Music Awards, partially because that's not just done by numbers, and also because it's recent enough. Um, where he can win based off of, like, I don't know. It's not sympathy because, you know, it's more of, like, emotion from fans and from people who, you know, think that someone was taken before their time. But, yeah, so there's Avicii. Um, if there's ever something in the popular mainstream, someone Swedish has probably done something with it, um, which is really interesting factoid right there. Um, yeah, I just always thought it was really cool because, like, until someone tells you that, you have no idea that Swedish people are just all up in the music biz. Yeah, apparently Zed. Zed, yeah. Is also Swedish, and I like Zed's music, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's, like, you know, Camila, Camila Cabello. I guess that's, you know, another more Hispanic artist, because she sings in Spanish. And, and then, then not. But then also, but then not half spanish half yeah make up your mind i'm also like not really including artists that like again if they're in the mainstream i'm kind of not really trying to like bring more attention to them i'm trying to bring more attention to foreign music in general so like you know bad speaking bunny and j balvin i'm not really gonna bring them up speaking of foreign artists okay if you want to make a deep dive into um k-pop and I'm specifically talking about K-pop because um, that's something that I'm well-versed in. Um, I'm kind of into, like, K-rap right now. So, I mean, um, you've probably, like, you've definitely heard some of these songs. I mean, um, like, Zico, uh, CL, RM, Keith Ape. I mean, you've definitely heard some of CL's song. Like, uh, CL was part of a band called 21. And I remember listening to um, 21 songs in elementary school like they would play them in pe yeah in my um elementary school in like st louis they would play uh k-pop like as we would run around our like track just one of their it's i am the I best you don't have to censor that yeah it's because the, the, if you're cussing in another language i don't know what you're saying because i'm a dumb elementary school kid that is true but i mean i think uh they would play like i am the best by 21 which if you play the song you will 
most definitely probably have heard it. Okay, after um, we're done recording, I'm going to go listen to that song. Cause yes. I don't think I know it, but I could be very wrong. It could be a fever dream memory that happens when I listen to it. Probably. We'll it's very popular. I mean, like, CL is a really good uh, female rapper. Zico, RM, uh, yeah. Suga, uh, Keith Ape, uh, Jay Park. Like, G-Dragon, Epic High is mm-hmm. a legendary one. I mean, yeah, occasion. I mean, when we're talking about, like, K-pop, K-rap, J-pop, all of those, I think, like, that could also be another reason that some people don't really listen to a lot of foreign music is because it is, um, like, it's kind of, it almost sounds like it'd be the opposite, but it is, like, it's derivative of an American style of music. So why would I go listen to someone that, one, doesn't look like me, two, doesn't speak my language, and three, is doing something as a derivative of something that I can get here and now um, without the prior two conflictions. I don't know if that's the right word because, like, obviously, like, that first one's definitely racist or xenophobic. Um, But at the same time, it's like, I get it, you know? People tend to gravitate people towards people that look like them. That's why Eminem got so popular so fast. We can't act like that's not one of the reasons. Like, if Eminem was black, he would probably have sold a lot of records you know he probably would have if he got picked up by dr dre of course which anyone that gets picked up by dr dre is going to do pretty decent um just because that's how it works but you know i think he would have been popular but i don't think to the level of which that he is because let's put it this way like he was the first like white rapper to really do it um and like there's a there were a lot of people that like weren't into rap and then they see someone that looks like him doing it and it's like, oh, shoot, that's really cool now that I have someone to relate to. Um, and I think that that goes in a lot of things, like, you know, putting uh, more diversity into um, movies, shows, music in general. Um, you know, that's really good for a lot of minority groups um, to be like, yeah, like there's someone that looks like me and they're doing it. Um, in this case, it happened to be a white person. It was like, oh. He's the first white person to really be doing it, but he's doing it well and he's succeeding. Oh, this isn't this music genre can be for me, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, so I think that's definitely a barrier. I mean, one thing that really interests me about K rap, and obviously I'm not Korean and I don't speak Korean, <laughs> is that um, you can do. I feel like you can do a lot more, like with like because sir, uh, the la- each language has like their nuances and their grammatical rules and so on and so forth. Yeah. So when you look at that rap and you look at the wordplay and all of that, it's so much different than just yeah. plain English. Cause there's a song thing by BTS and there's like, there's a verse where they like, they literally stutter stutter, And it is the coolest thing <laughs> ever. I don't understand what, like, I don't understand what they're saying, but it's, they stutter at, like they stutter and it's like rap. And it sounds really cool. And when you look at the lyrics and obviously like the translation is, com- is different you're not gonna get the same meaning from a translation yeah. because tra- translations aren't ever perfect. So what what's really cool is that it's up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really like about foreign music is that you can kind of take it in whichever way you want because translations are never perfect and you can explore the nuances of that specific language. Yeah, if I you're mean, that, interested. That like homework to me. If you're interested in that, <laughs> I mean, like I, I love learning different languages and as someone who who is bilingual, it's easier for me to pick up on different languages because I already know how. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, like, I, I speak English and Spanish fluently, and then I'm working on 
uh, Japanese. So, like, obviously I'm someone that's also interested in languages. So also if you're, like, trying to learn a language, I think music is a great way Mm -hmm. um, because you get, like, you can, one, you can get, like, the nuances of, like, how words kind of go together, et cetera. Um, So, yeah, I think that's really cool. But I also think it, like, another reason that people, like, aren't super open to it is just, like, an open mind to music in general. You know, like I said, like, people have, like, genres of music that they don't like, and for some reason, um, it seems very American, but it could also just be human nature to just absolutely bash um, something that you don't like or you don't think you like or that you don't know. Right, you were talking about how Eminem got so much popularity because he looked like... Yeah, because he looks like everyone else. He looks like everyone else, and I think that's probably one of the main barriers for Mm k-pop is especially for male idols is that a lot of complaints is that oh they look too feminine like male k-pop they're not like the classic masculine rugged etc you may think that but there are some of them look kind of rugged yeah some of them look really rugged but there is a there is this thing of k-pop idols wearing makeup Mm -hmm. and that brings up the fact like okay so guys can't wear makeup like if guys can't wear makeup then again go to your dad or whoever likes the classic rock show him picture of motley crew right and be like okay well then i guess these guys are all you know yeah i guess they're all sissies and whatnot granted a lot of people do think motley crew is sissy so i guess i could pull out like any other like black sabbath or like any of the other like right? rock bands hair metal bands uh any of those from like the 80s um you know eyeliner was big and i get it like some there are some k-pop songs that are like way too just sweet and bubblegum it's called bubblegum pop for a reason yeah bubblegum pop and personally i don't really like that kind of stuff and typically it's a lot of it's it's more girl groups that have bubblegum pop which is why i'm not careful i really like blackpink Yes, we know. <laughs> we know, Sam. And, I, like, by all means, I love Blackpink. My personal opinion is that their songs sound, like, mass-produced. Mm. So it's not it, – it doesn't really do it for me. It's just feel-good music. It's feel-good music. If I'm driving in the car and I need to w- wake up, I'll play Boombaya, and I'll just be yeah, like, yes. Uh, like, I'm waking up. But if it's just something, like, when I – I don't know. I'm, if I'm just, like, listening to music and I want it to be meaningful, I'm not going to really listen to Blackpink. I'm not going to listen to pop music in general if I'm trying to get it to be super meaningful, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's no different in that regard. Um, but I think it's, like, it's an open-mindedness thing for a lot of people in general. Because, like, you know, how many people just, like, won't listen to metal itself? Mm-hmm. Like, even American metal. They just won't listen to it. Me? Um, like, yeah, you. You until, like, an hour ago. Yeah. I literally... Sam texted me and he was like, hey... This we're is, talking about it. We're talking about metal. And I was like, okay. And I'm very hesitant to go out and listen t- and listen and try new things. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because anxiety because listening to things that are familiar to me give me comfort. So I, was, I had to break out of my comfort zone. And I started listening to stuff. And I was like, oh, this is stuff that my dad listen, listens to. Like, my dad listens to Def Leppard. There you go. Yeah, Led, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And I've listened. I love Led Zeppelin. I love Def, Le- Def Leppard. Def Leppard. There you go. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I know this, but for me, it's, like, I don't, the categories of music are very blended for me, so yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know Def Leppard was metal. Yeah, and but some people don't really consider them metal, and I think it, I think I could see an argument either way, but again, I'm not one that likes to put barriers on genres. We've talked about that many times over this podcast, um, but, like, the reason that I was going to bring up metal in the first place was because, like, a lot of foreign metal is just awesome. Like, it is. Bringing it back to the Swedish... They are so good at metal. 
they are so good at metal. Then there's like, um, I have one friend who really likes Norwegian folk metal. Like that's not like my go-to all the time, but like it's so good. If you like metal at all, check out some Norwegian folk metal. It's really cool. Um, but like metal is so diverse, and yeah. that's the thing that I don't get as to why people like can't wrap their head around it. Um, and like, you know, I sent I sent you a video that kind of explains it, and so I'm gonna do my best to kind of explain it. You were talking you were talking about Swedish metal, and when I was doing my metal discovery today, yeah, uh, South Korean metal is actually pretty dope i mean i'm gonna check it out of course like sad legend uh i think it's like ghost wind crash sonoy i was listening to uh othean mm-hmm. what a bop like personally i'm not i am not a fan of like the screaming and the growling but that's mm-hmm. just me i completely dig the instrumentals the guitar the drums yeah. yes that is my thing but i'm gonna kind of get into like that yes like because i think it needs to be explained to people that like have never sought out harsh vocals which is fair i didn't seek it out initially um i think it's partially an acquired taste like i think if you you know try to go and listen immediately to like trying to pick out a band here like lamb of god actually that's it's not the best example but like a band with like super harsh vocals out of nowhere um, black sabbath no that no. isn't they have like almost none those just, are not harsh vocals. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, no. Black Sabbath is not harsh vocals. I love you, Black Sabbath, but that's not what I'm talking about when I mean harsh vocals. Um, but, like, when I mean harsh vocals, I mean, like, the screaming, the growling, like, everything from, like, I would do it into this mic, but I don't know if it would pick it up super well, so I won't. Uh, might let's, sound check it for a future date. Let's let's protect our listeners' ears. Yeah, let's ears. protect the equipment and your ears. Um, I won't, like, scream or growl in, like, any metal way, but, like, you know, I think listening to bands that, like, have, like, a little bit of it, and then you can, like, kind of grow with it, um, because I think it has a lot of value to it, um, a lot of catharsis is a good, a good word for it for other people, um, and I think it's interesting, um, I was, I sent Shway a video about it. Um, that kind of helped explain it, but like, okay, when, when do you scream, right? Like, when do you scream? It's when something, like, your emotions are heightened, right? Whether it's a good way or a bad way. You know, you're screaming because you're excited, or you're angry, or you're sad. Your emotions are stimulated, they're heightened, you know? And that's sort of what that's emulating, you know? It's, it's, it's there for, like, that catharsis, it's there for that, like, get your blood pumping, like, let's go. Like, our emotions are out here right now. Like, we just whip them out, like, let's go. Like, someone, whoever's screaming this, shares with me that their emotions are heightened in this moment. And that's really cool. Um, That's another reason why you see, like, mosh pits and stuff, is, like, people are moving with each other because they're all feeling a similar experience, and it could be for completely different reasons. You know? You might scream because you're sad. I might scream because I'm angry. But we're both screaming together, and we're both, like, with each other's energy, we're moving back and forth in the pit. Um, the video that I watched um, kind of compared it to, like, if you see a person playing with a cat, right? Like, if I'm, like, sitting there and I'm, like, petting a cat and it's purring, like, someone watching that would be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they're both driving pleasure from that. Like, that's really cool. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. And then it's, like, that person then seeing the seeing person A play with the cat with like a toy and the cat's like attacking the toy it's like on a feather or whatever and the cat's like got its claws out and it's biting the toy 
Um, you know, both again, the cat and the person playing with the cat, they're having a good time. You know, like that cat's like being aggressive, but it's not malicious. But someone else walks in and is like, that's horrible. That shouldn't, you know, that's that's just aggression for no reason. That, that shouldn't be a thing. Even though, like, everyone else was having a good time and no one was getting hurt, right? It's aggression, but it's not malicious. And I think, like, when people will be like, oh, it's just too aggressive. I can't get into that. It's like, well, it's aggressive, but again, it's not malicious. You know, like, we're getting it out through art. You know, it's like when you, like, Jackson Pollock does, like, a splatter paint. He was angry. He was drunk, etc. Right. He didn't take Art it out is on subjective. Himself. Yeah. He didn't take it out on himself. He didn't take it out on people around him. He took it out on the canvas, right? And that's what you expect. That's what you want from a good artist. You know, that's what that's what separates someone from being an artist and an abuser, right? You know, if I take all my emotions and I bottle them up and then I just finally one day I just beat the hell out of someone, I'm a bad person. But if I take all those emotions, I bottle them up and I just slay on that guitar or i scream into a mic you know i think he'd prefer that right so i think if you've ever just experienced emotion then there's room for you to enjoy metal um and you know like if your argument is like oh it all sounds the same it does like again there's a wide variety of metal there's like hair metal glam metal from like back in the 80s like the motley Cruz, the poisons etc to like now there's like there's Christian metal. I think like I guess you can count Skillet. I don't. I don't know. They're all right. Uh, they're more like hard rockish to me. They're not super metal. There's like Slipknot and there's so many others like Anthrax, um, Lamb of God. Uh, what's a what's a good Swedish one? Uh, oh my gosh, there's so many. I just don't even wanna. I don't even wanna get into that. But like you know, there's like you know some Japanese metal. There's like baby metal. Heck, oh yeah they got popular oh yeah rob zombie even gave his like rob zombie is like a big name in metal he was like yeah i give i give baby metal a, my seal of approval i remember when baby metal was a thing and they were I'd... almost popular because of a, like a meme level yeah because but it was, it was still really cool um that they were popular at all but like i'd say like if you haven't give metal give harsh vocals a chance you know like um at the very least like if there's something that you don't like about it check out like a different subgenre of metal like if you don't think that metal has melodies it's like well a lot of metal is super melodic and some even like in their subgenres like say like this is melodic metal like in the subgenre it's like melodic metalcore etc melodic uh deathcore metal etc um and it's really really cool so like I, i i just i get in a tizzy whenever someone's like oh i just don't like metal and it's because they haven't listened to it you know see as a newfound metal fan Uh, you're not a metalhead yet (laughs) not yet but like i'm i know that after this podcast when i'm walking home i'm definitely going to be listening to metal Mm -hmm. but after after i saw that video that Mm -hmm. sam sent and was talking about how the screaming can like mean emotion not necessarily anger it completely changed my perspective on the the screaming growling aspect of it because when i first listened to it i was just like what is this this is just anger and it's like not pleasant to my ears at all like it just feels like someone's just growling in my ear which is not and even if it is anger yeah you know it's like it's not malicious like we all feel angry right right like if you can relate to the music that you listen to on a day-to-day basis like there are so many songs where people are just angry and like you sing along yeah. and like like you must not know about me you must not know about me that's angry you can't act like that's not angry right um, 
and you know and there's so many songs that are just like angry so like to be like oh he just sounds angry and i don't like that it's like no you you might like it if you like gave it a shot right don't be judgmental give it a shot i mean same goes for metal same goes for k-pop yeah and like you can listen to songs and genres that have like influences of metal like i would say like a three days grace um even a nickelback if you want to go that far Mm. um three days grace just a better better nickelback um than like a lot of like system of a down is that a hot take uh it's not a hot take it's just true (laughs) anyways uh there's like system of a down um i don't know of mice and men motionless and white um like they're not super hardcore like even black veil brides right like they're very like based on like a motley crew type of like rock but there's a lot of metal influence in what they make like there's some harsh vocals in some of their songs um there's uh there's like some harsh vocals and like the guitars um can get very distorted very heavy um which a lot of people really like that sound it's just the distorted guitars which is just like based out of like 80s rock and roll like it comes from that like it's very much like the spiritual successor um so yeah listen to songs with metal influence listen to songs with um that just like you know they're adjacent and then like like i said it's kind of like an acquired taste like who on their first try likes black coffee no one no one who on their first shot likes alcohol no one you know if you you have to acquire the taste you know And granted, I typically don't like things that are acquired taste, but at the same time, it's something where it's like, if I feel like I'm missing out, then it could be worth it. Man, I still don't like alcohol. (laughs) Like, I'm 21, and I still don't like it. You're valid. But yeah, it's like, you know, like, drinking whiskey straight. Like, who do you know that does that besides, like... Someone who's in pain. (laughs) Either someone who's in pain or someone that's acquired the taste, right? Someone who just has no taste buds, because... Again, that's your opinion. I... Okay. That's, like, like me being, like, you know, who listens to K-pop? Oh, someone that's probably deaf already. You know? That's kind of what it feels like when you say something like that. I mean, I'm getting there, but... (laughs) We'll get there. Um, But, yeah, I mean, and that goes for all genres, and we can talk about k-pop a little bit more if you want that's more your uh area of expertise my area of expertise Uh, i mean like i listen to it in passing it's not something that i usually seek to listen to because again like it's you know if the argument is that you can't understand it then again you can read along with it whether that's metal and you just can't understand the words because you don't have an ear for it yet for harsh vocals or it's in another language like korean spanish french etc yeah then you can read along with it and you can get a lot of enjoyment out of it that way i mean i know that's that's part of what got me into metal is i was like ah this is what they're saying with that inflection right um and it's really cool and i do that with you know k-pop as well i mean literally Um, i got into k-pop in 2012 and mm. it was literally my friend just walked up to me put her headphones on my head and was like (laughs) watch this and then i just saw like these seven korean boys dancing in like these very bright outfits and i was like what are they saying and then it, i was like oh okay 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 i see you if this I is a bop describe k-pop to people that like don't really know k-pop i would be like remember when like boy bands were really big in the 90s imagine that but like a lot brighter and then a like it instead of like going like let's say we went to the to the right like when we like kind of aged out of the 90s like we went to the right so like that kind of phased out 
and like we took influence of it, but it phased out. Instead, we went left, and we just said, you know what? Kick into the third gear. We're going this way. Um, that's kind of what happened because it's like a lot more choreography, which is um, cool and interesting, and like the visual aspect of K-pop is almost as important as um, the audio. Yes. Um, so K-pop is. The thing, so K-pop has dance, it has mm -hmm. vocals, it has visuals, and those are all equally important. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can't have K-pop without those, yeah. right? Because a lot of K-pop, a lot of K-pop, they're they're both singing and dancing. And when I like when I say dancing, their like choreography is insane. Yeah, like they're like they're like some dances that literally involve like acrobatics like people just like doing like flips and somersaults all while singing live yeah so like that's what i kind of mean when like the visual aspect of k-pop is like just as important as like right. you know what you hear um and then i guess like it's i don't know because i started listening to j-pop first um okay weeb hey <laughs> calm down now um, you know, just because I was like, I didn't know what it was, and this was like before I even knew that K-pop existed. Um, I knew about J-pop, so of course, like I assumed K-pop also existed. Stop calling me a weeb, but not like voicing it so that I sound stupid when I attack you for calling me a weeb. I'm not a weeb. This is before I even watched anime, I think, like or at least knew that anime was Japanese. Um, Still a weeb, always a weeb. Hey, just because I enjoy anime doesn't mean I'm a weeb. The fact that I want to go to Japan and learn Japanese kind of makes me a weeb. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, not really, but like a little bit. Okay, um, you can no, defend yourself all you want. I originally listened to like J-pop, and there's a lot of similarities between J-pop and K-pop, because um, they're from around the same area of the world, and it's based on the same like American pop music um, from the 90s. You know, that's where it sprouts from, and it's it's very, very bright, usually. Um, like, some of them act very dark in contrast, and that's why they're, like, they also get popular because they're the opposite of what everyone thought was popular. They're very contrarian. Good for them. Um, but, yeah, K-pop is... K-pop is worth a listen. I'll give it that. It definitely is. I mean, it's funny that you bring up the fact that, like, K-pop is influenced by American music mm -hmm. and the American music industry because a lot, um, there have been instances in K-pop where artists have been accused of appropriating black culture. So, um, for example, BTS, like, there have been, um, they have had, like, hairstyles, like cornrows and such that have been accused of, like, appropriating, uh, like, black culture, like, black culture, black hairstyles, so on and so forth. I mean, like, because each time, like, each time the K-pop group debuts, they have, like, a new uh, genre. They have, like, a new, they call it the new concept. Yeah. So, um, for, like, okay, if we're taking BTS, because they're, like, the most recognizable K-pop band, like, each, each one of their albums, they have a different concept. Like, they're, um... A school love affair album they had like a very like boyish concept and then um they're like i don't know like their blood sweat and tears like their wings album was like more of like a darker like they it's like more of a mature like they've come from their like childhood boy like boy days into they've matured into men kind yeah. of uh like their first album uh no more dream or 
I think it was like too cool for school or something. They like they had a very like hip hop hip hop warriors kind of concept, and it was just like them having uh some of them had like cornrows and they had like very like dark clothing and they had um like big uh chains and stuff like big gold chains and that was very reminiscent of like American African American rappers. Yeah, so from like the 90s from the nineties yeah. and stuff, and I mean, like the same the same goes for like girl groups as well. They some girl groups have like a a sexy concept, mm-hmm. um, where they like their outfits and everything for that entire album is all like the sexy concept, super sexualized, yeah, yeah. Or they have a they have like a schoolgirl concept, so they wear like schoolgirl uniforms, which is very weird in itself. But yeah, I think. I think that we call that we call that in the business fan service. Yes, it is. Uh, fan service is very, 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 very important in K-pop. Like in uh, companies are very strict on how idols can interact and how like there there's literally a dating ban in some K-pop uh, companies. So there's like the big three. So there's SM Entertainment, JYP, and YG Entertainment. So these are like the most uh, popular. Um, kind of companies and a lot of these companies instill dating bans for a lot of their artists because when it when the news comes out that one of their artists is dating it's like a huge scandal yeah because it's uh, they're the artists are essentially kind of promoting a fantasy that you can date that artist yeah i mean we do that in america too i mean i don't really there's not really dating bans but like yeah it's very much reminiscent of like when Justin was dating Selena, right? Like, right. A bunch of girls were like, no, he's mine, etc. Like, you know, they started hating Selena Gomez because she was living their dream, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and that happens with a lot of other artists. Like, I think it happened with, like, Zayn from One Direction when he started dating... Gigi. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't really care. I didn't care enough to tune into that. Oh. Um, but I, mean, I think that was also like towards the end of One Direction as well. I think that also has to do with the fact of how different American and Korean culture is. Mm-hmm. Korean culture is a lot more uh, conservative. So, and there's like a lot more like social media presence. Like it, it's just, it's way more conservative. It's mm-hmm. like an, it's an Asian country. A lot of Asian uh, cultures are way more conservative than American cultures. So when something like that happens um, in America, it kind of just like there was a controversy that Justin Bieber was deleting, uh, dating Selena Gomez. But then it kind of just like went away after a while. And, like, I think that's also a little bit of a thing in American culture to be like, who is he dating? Who's so and so dating? Right. Et cetera. And it's very much more of like oh, who's dating who? Are they a good couple, et cetera? Like, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Like, oh my gosh. Like, when they were dating, it was like every week, it was like, they went and got a pig together. It's like, that's okay. And it's like, like who, they're, they're who watching cares? the Harry Potter movies together. It's like, I don't care, Snapchat. Go away. Yeah. Like, I love Pete Davidson, but like, not enough to keep up on what exactly he's doing with Ariana Grande 24-7. If something like right. super in, like super insane happens, like they jump out of a plane together without parachutes and live, then tell me. But like, it's just like oh they they're watching the Harry Potter movies together and it's like what what do you expect the dude has like seven Harry Potter tattoos like <laughs> like come on like stuff like that where it's like it's more of an American culture to be like who are they dating uh, why are they dating them like are they happy together etc yeah um, you know are they cheating is anyone cheating etc like you know there's so much paparazzi just on like who's with who at this current moment oh yeah um, not even dating just like 
just hanging out together. Yeah, it was, like, I mean, one of the most recent news is, like, or it, it was a while ago, but, like, a very popular artist, uh, Huna, uh, started dating one of her juniors in her own, like, company, like, Edon. Um, and that was, like, a huge, like, controversy. Mm-hmm. They were like, what? How? Like, so on and so forth. I mean, I think, like, e- like Edon, like, got kicked out or had to leave his band Pentagon because, yeah, no. When I say, like, Insane. yeah. It's it's a whole thing, and I mean, there's like Maybe an. Maybe I don't like K-pop because that doesn't that sounds toxic. K-pop, the culture, yes, it is. Like there, I could go on and on and on and on about how, uh, K-pop, like the whole scene around K-pop and the K-pop industry is very toxic. But we're not going to get into that because I mean, a lot of the fan base is toxic. Yes, the yes, some of some I mean, of I the think fan base. We all are a fan of something where like. We're a fan of it, but the fan base sucks, right? Like, you know, people that actually enjoy Rick and Morty, like, the fan base of Rick and Morty sucks. Like, they're, like, it's horrible. But the show isn't bad, right? Um, There's a lot of those cases where it's like, you know, or when I was in, like, middle school, right? And it's like, okay, Justin Bieber wasn't that bad, but, like, all these streaming girls are so freaking annoying, I feel like that's also one of the reasons why people are hesitant to get into K-pop because they just think that K-pop is a bunch of screaming fangirls. While there is a portion that Who will is... Who get you canceled on Twitter. Yes. While a portion of it is, that's not everyone. Yeah. Like, I am not a screaming fangirl. Like, sure, if you walk into my room, there will be K-pop posters. Okay? Can confirm. Hey. <laughs> But, okay, you also have posters of your favorite bands, like, or had whatever. Like, what is that? Like, why does that matter? So, like, if someone has... I'm not saying it does. I'm just confirming. You said a fact, and I was confirming your fact. Yes, I do. And, like, so many people have made fun of me for having posters of K-pop bands in my room. Like, literally, my every time my boyfriend comes in my room, he's just like, ha, you've got, like, K-pop posters. I'm like, what's your problem, does dude? Does he have any, like, band posters up in his room? No, he does not. But if, like, if he did, he would you have... You could, like, get him a poster of, like, a band that he really likes, and then every time you go into his room, be like, ha, Pearl Jam, what a nerd. I, I don't know what he listens to. It might be Pearl Jam. I kind of hope it's Pearl Jam. I hope I guessed it right. Hmm... No, but... Um, Ask him if he likes Pearl Jam sure, after this, and then text but, me, and if I'm right, I win. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> but, like, it's I very hip- it's very poster. hypocritical, because, like, you put up posters of what you like in oh, your yeah, if room. if you have a Justin Bieber poster, I think you deserve just as much, if not more, scrutiny. See? I mean, you know, it's fair. So what's... I don't think them making fun of you isn't fair, you know? I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. You have to take it, because no matter what you listen to, someone's not going to like it. Right. I mean, like, um, I can take jo- I can take a joke. I can take criticism. I yeah. know that, like, K-pop isn't everyone's cup of tea, but I'm not going to, like, force people to listen to K-pop. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone, at, no matter what you listen to, someone's going to have a problem with it. So you might as well listen to a wide array of stuff. You might as well find what you like and just like it for no, like, for whatever reason you like it, you like it, and that's as much as you need to enjoy it. Um... So I think that's kind of the message that I'm leaving you with because we're getting to the end of this podcast. But yeah, you know, spread out a wide net, you know, find things that you like and for whatever reason you like them, you like them and don't be judgmental. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't like it, well, they can suck it. You know, it's, you know, whatever. If they don't like it, they don't have to listen to it. If they don't like it, whatever. And if they're 
going to make fun of you for it. It was going to happen no matter who you listen to. So might as well be for K-pop or for Pearl Jam. I really hope I'm right. Um, but anyways, that's the end of our time today. Uh, thank you, Shui, for coming on with me. And as always, make sure you tune in next time. Make sure you're liking. Make sure you're saving on the SoundClouds and whatnots. really helps us out. And like always, I love you. See you later. Bye, guys.